James. Raf. How many followers do you have on Snapchat? I've not opened Snapchat in probably terribly six years. Yeah, I it's got a download for me as well. There was like there was actually, a moment like why did I download Snapchat? Like for a moment, people were on it. Yeah, no, there was there was definitely a period for very us, I mean, early. At, yeah, of yeah, our age, at, at, our, our group. Yeah, it was early on for sure. So it came out in like 2012. Yeah, and I remember when it came out, people were signing up. Yeah, so was, that was the era at the time though. It was just DM only, right? It was literally there was no stories, there was no anything. It was literally just you could send ephemeral messages between people. Yeah. You could just you could send a message to someone that would disappear. And we'd really only been using Instagram for like a year, if that, when it yeah. came out. Yeah. Probably less. It was still novel. And also it was the time where like a new thing would come out and I would just sign up for it because everyone would be on it. Yeah. I remember sending and receiving Snapchats. Like we have Zoomer listeners who would have signed up to Snapchat after us and use it daily. I still use and it. And we're talk yeah. we're talking to you right now. So you wouldn't have even remembered this probably. When we signed up for Snapchat, all you could do is record yourself, like record a little video of yourself. Or then a photo. You, and, well, or a photo. With the, you, black, with the black bar the with the text Black on bar of text, yep. No filters, nothing. And then you would have to go through your list of contacts and manually check a box next to their name if you wanted to send that video to them. Yep. Like that was the functionality. Was, and, and it was beautiful. Yeah. I mean- you say that, but like most millennials stopped using it. <laughs> yeah, at some point it became something for teenagers essentially. Mm. But yeah, no, I haven't used it, opened it in probably six years. I mean, you know, yeah, well, I must have still had it on my phone for a long time, mm. long after I stopped using it. Because I remember I saw a lot of the new features get added and all the, I saw it go through its various eras of trying to like monetize, which, yeah. we're, which we're obviously going to talk about, but completely stopped using it. Mm. So what do you think the cutoff was? Like what year do you have to have been born for it to be a big part of your life versus not a big part of your life. Because I feel like there are very few millennials, like people who were born. I was born in the 80s. I'm not, you were born, I think, a fair bit after that. I was born in 2005. <laughs> for me, it was definitely post-89. Like if you were born in 1990, at a minimum 1990 onwards, but I'm going to guess that if I you were born like about that, 95, I reckon. That's right, because I, I, I'm born in 1992. Mm -hmm. And I don't- Just a baby. I'm 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 a I'm a babe in the woods, you know. I'm wandering through life. I need I need guidance because mm. I'm so young. I don't think I have any friends that use it that are in my like age bracket. But it can't have been that much no. later. So my my sister was born. My sister's quite a bit younger than me. She was born in 2001. She's very funny, by the way. Very 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 funny. Yep. You're funny too, mate. But she's very funny. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, she was born in 2001. And all of her friends are fully Snapchatified, mm. fully into it. So we've narrowed it down. At some point, it's between some, in the window between 1992 and 2001. Yeah. But I think you're probably right. It's that, it's that midpoint, the mm. 1996s mm. You know, and after yeah. uh, a big into Snapchat. Atlanta Olympics. There you go. That's why you subscribe to Down Around Folks. We've narrowed it down for you. We've, na we've nailed it. See? You wouldn't have thought. You wouldn't have the brain power to do what we just did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're talking about Snapchat. Snap. Snap. The company, Snap Inc. I'm surprised we haven't done it before because, you know, it is a, um, a company that has been very influential over the past 10 years. Mm. 10 years, wow, more. 
since yeah. it came out for, since it first landed as one of the original batch of modern social media apps mm. on the tail end, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, mm. Twitter, I guess you could say as well. Yes. Are all well, in- okay, here's a little mind-blowing fact for both you and the listener. Yep. Snapchat has more engagement than Twitter. Oh, no, I believe that for sure. Maybe not for you then. You know, Snapchat has a more popular service slash social media site than Twitter is. Yep. But I feel like people kind of don't think of it like that. No, totally. And I think pa- It pa- certainly hasn't had the cultural impact. No, I mean, Twitter has that aspect where it's like it's used not heaps, but the people who do use it tend to be really, relatively influential. Mm. You know, journalists, executives, celebrities, what have you. Celebrities use Snapchat as well, obviously, but there's a different way that they engage with Twitter. And there's also the fact that Twitter has gone through a bunch of like weird political stuff recently. Elon Musk, X, that that sort of is back to occupying a big part of the the mind share. But for a while, Snapchat was like, was it. Yeah, it was hot. Yeah, yeah. It was the one to, it was it. It invented. Yeah, even even like a couple of years ago, literally like two years ago, a few, like two or three years ago, it pumped um, its stock price. But yeah, it, it invented so much. It invented so much. It introduced the concept of ephemeral messaging, you know, mm-hmm. the idea that you could send something to someone and have it disappear after yeah. a set period of time. Well, that was time. fundamental. That, that, at the end of the that day- That was literally that, the original pitch. Yeah. The original pitch is that uh, we can do visual communications, you know, images and video in the same way that you might do a phone call, mm. ephemeral interaction with another person in person. Yeah. You know, imagine, wow, you can send a photo that will only be seen for a short amount of time and then never seen again. Yeah, yeah. Even being video first, I feel like like they were Instagram was photos. Yeah. That was the whole thing. It was a Polaroid. It was like the friggin' icon. But Snapchat was had yeah, videos from really early on. Videos yeah, yeah. very early, an early part of it that like you hold down on the button and you're taking a video now. Yeah. And it's kind of just Yeah, you you hold down, you press a video. I think the, the the quintessential Snapchat is that like you're at a club or you're at yeah. like that's how, that, I think whenever I used it, when I did use it, it was basically that. It was, yeah, you're in the club or you're in a, at a house party or something, and it's just like, <laughs> it's kind of like swaying yeah. around. And, and then and like, like you got turnt some, you got, written over it. You got some blinking, so you got, you're a turnt in all caps. <laughs> and then like the camera turns and there's like a person's face like looms in <laughs> with like the flash on. And they're like, yeah, yeah. that's a Snapchat. Yeah. Fascinating as a company. Perennial innovator, but unable to capture the value of their innovations. Yep. Is the story of Snapchat. The story of Snapchat is it invented a whole bunch of features which were later executed mm. far more effectively, at least like commercially by someone else. Yeah. So obviously you go from sending video basically DMing videos to a bunch of people individually, very smart from a product perspective. They're obviously witnessing like what's their user behavior? It's this thing. It's like where people have to take a video and then go manually and click check, 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 check next to all the different names they want to send it to. It's like, well, then they want, then they added a select all. So you could just select all of your friends and then remove them. And then they added stories, which is the natural kind of progression from that. Yeah. Like by default, you're posting a video to everyone. You're posting, you're posting it kind of, it's not going to someone in specific, it's like a public record. They introduced the format of stories, which is now like a really fundamental part of like the language of the internet. Basically, every social media platform had a moment where they introduced stories. Yeah. Some have removed them. Yeah, LinkedIn, Twitter, both had stories. They had stories. In I, I think Pinterest might have had them. Yeah, yeah, it was It was a period where, like, everyone had to have them. Um, yeah. And it, it quickly became apparent who actually had to have them and in what context it worked. Obviously, it was so big for Instagram that now stories is basically where the bulk of their activity mm. happens. And it's what... Um, it, Adam Masseri, the head of Instagram, now has to like periodically go 
go to the people and say, I understand that you want a chronological feed with just your friends' photos, but unfortunately the vast majority of consumption in Instagram happens in stories. Mm. That's like the growth area. And obviously they're trying to do reels now, but they're like revealed preferences show that that's what you use Instagram for. If you ask someone like what what is Instagram for, they probably still think like the photo grid. But stories is basically how yeah, it yeah. works. And it was- Well, that's how, that what is what brings people to spend a bunch of time on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, and, and it was copied wholesale, the whole interface from Snapchat. And the, the, that was one of the first brutal- now meta just like straight up and down we are going to copy that we're going to copy that and just call it the same thing like instagram stories snapchat stories they did well yeah oh i mean of course i feel like that was the first just wholesale i'm sure they stole and took inspiration from other yeah they've, they've done it before but that was definitely like the the most brutal one where they took it iterated made it better and honestly like you know the instagram story fun- functionality i think kind of works better with the rest of instagram yeah. It makes more sense in that context where it's like you've got your quicker, less planned stuff and then you have your more curated feed. Yeah, I mean, we've made it make sense. It definitely developed, obviously, a language of like there's certain things you put on stories, there's certain things you put on the feed, for sure. I don't know if it just innately makes sense. I just think the distribute it's a really good, yeah. it, like it's obviously for certain contexts, like a very good product. It's a very good feature yep. that happens to work really well in that kind of Instagram one to many with a slight like social group yeah, yeah, attached yeah. to it. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, it just works well in there. I mean, for Snapchat, the big thing about stories though, which is another genius innovation of it, is that DMs famously hard to monetize. And we're saying this in the context of Snap, like Snapchat can't make money. Well, they can make some money. Sorry, don't get me wrong. They can make money, but their share price is in the toilet. They've had this ongoing issue of like, I mean, the revenue is literally declining, which is not good folks if you're a business yep. that's trying to like justify a huge market if cap. You've got a re- if you've got an account, uh, you know, this is for the accountants out there, mm-hmm. you know, if your revenue is going down, you guys get it, not great. Yeah. When, yeah, when you're trying to make them go up and they go down. You've got issues, yeah, yeah. Typically not a not And a the inverse, idea. if you're trying to make it go down but it's actually going up, that's jackpot, baby. <laughs> I don't know if that ever happens, but... <laughs> Stories was another huge innovation from Snapchat because, yeah, DMs, as you can see with like WhatsApp and whatever, is very hard to monetize, right? You can't like chuck ads in. If I'm texting you, it'd be very weird if an ad appeared. Oh, for sure. I think this is one of Facebook's sad moments is that they can't do that in like WhatsApp, for example. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. WhatsApp, very hard to monetize. And like even Discord and whatnot, which is why the monetization, they have these like weird kind of business plans where businesses are able to message you in their own threads and blah, blah, blah. But Snapchat by... The other like brilliant thing about stories was you can put ads in stories and it feels okay. Yeah, like, totally. Ads in stories is so finally they've kind of created av imagery because I, I know they like they tried to kind of include it in that um you know they did the partnerships with like Vice and BuzzFeed having these channel type things and they tried to kind of incorporate ads in there um, somewhere but no one's really looking there. But stories was a great opportunity for them to like finally create an advertising product and kind of make money and yeah Instagram just kind of. Facebook was just completely like, stole their thunder. We'll yeah, take yeah. that and, well, and do I, it better. I think the, the the news thing is actually worth digging into in a little bit mm-hmm. more depth because that was kind of like the next thing they tried to do. And if you look at anything that Snapchat does at any given point, they are like, yes, they innovate a lot and they create things that other platforms then immediately steal and use for themselves. But in like the grand thrust of things, they are usually like followers. 
you look at any period of Snapchat and they're doing, they're really reading the vibe of what the room is at the time. Mm -hmm. And at one point that was content, quote unquote, big air quotes around it, content. Yeah. Well, this is when BuzzFeed is worth billions and billions exactly, of dollars yeah. and yeah. Vice has just been bought for billions of dollars. Yeah, they had like a, you would open up Snapchat and here's the other thing that Snapchat did interface wise. You, Whenever you open up Snapchat, bang, you've got like the camera the is camera. on you. Or yeah. it's like looking ahead or whatever. But yeah. like you're ready to post. It's incentivizing creating content. Yeah. Like as soon as it's there, it's ready to go. Um, not even not even Instagram has tried to do that. Mm. Um, I'm sure they've, they've thought about it. It's making that like the first thing. And then you could swipe left and look at all your messages or you could swipe right and look at like a curated feed from trusted publishers. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, oh, here's what Vice has been doing. Or like the Daily Mail mm. or BuzzFeed um, have been doing in the stories format, so it was the same sort of yeah, thing, yeah. tapping through. Vertical. Doing all their coverage. And it was another, like, you know, sad moment, I guess, for the media where it was just like at some point all these major media organizations had like a Snapchat guy yeah, yeah. who was sitting around turning everything into vertical video-style news briefs. Panicking. Panicking to make that happen. Um, and obviously from the ground up, it was stupid. Like no one was actually using that. No. On a regular basis. Yeah, to like It wasn't their way news. they were consuming news. But yeah. again, even by then, the kind of millennials in the room with Gen Xs at corporations were having those talks and I'm sure like Harvard Business Review or whatever was putting out like, but the way that Gen Z will consume news is in this snackable format, you know? Like Snapchat is actually going to, might be the number one news source for Gen Z by yep. 2020. Everything, yeah, totally. They even extended to the point where they were like paying for original content, mm. Netflix style. They acquired a few shows. They had some like, I can't remember which one it was, but it was like one of those Judge Judy style courtroom mm. shows they had like on snapchat yeah like a quibby style a kind of, it was literally like a quibby style thing yeah like um, every day you check in with a home and away equivalent kind yeah of and like, just and watch five minutes of it while you're waiting for the bus or something but again i admire it like they iterated fast we're talking earlier about the only fans numbers coming in and how they're just like making money hand over fist and yeah, yeah the founder's just giving himself 360 million dollar payouts or whatever because they're just 500 million in profit, no worries. And you made the point that OnlyFans almost directly kind of came out of Snapchat as well. Yeah, no, that, that, this was another thing as well. And it still is the case mm. is that one of the ways that Snapchat monetizes is they had, I can't remember, it's like Snapbucks or something. Mm. It was like the payments, they introduced like a payments functionality where you could like pay people via Snapchat. This was immediately used for basically adult content. I feel like people were already hacking it and together even before then, even, right? even before that, they were. It was just like, right. like pa PayPal me and I'll invite you to my private and snap. And I'll bring you my snap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. They and they monetize it later. The whole, I would 100% guarantee you that when OnlyFans was pulling itself together, they would have been like, we just need to do what Snapchat has been used for yeah, and just like formalize it, make it more feature rich, really focus on that sort of like creator follower aspect. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was like completely like, yeah, you pay me 20 bucks a month via like some external functionality or even just pay me a flat rate of a few hundred bucks. Yeah. And you can have access to my Snapchat where I, I post whatever, nudes. Yeah, exactly. And they were, they were doing that forever. And Snapchat has tried to like collect some of the value from that, but obviously not to the 
extend the OnlyFans is, which is, as we were just suggesting, a very robust business, yeah. which is doing incredibly well. Yeah. Another wonderful British export. Yeah. You know, also just like in a weird way, just a kind of a successful business doing what Snapchat did, but just exactly like yeah, yeah. focusing and actually make, being able to make money off it. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. But Snapchat also introduced the like whole filter trend. Where yeah, it's, like, filters, exactly. AI, like, well, AI, like face filters. Like face filters and AI filters. Mm. Obviously, it's it started with Snapchat doing the fucking like the dog ears mm. and mouth thing. Very cute. Oh, a- adorable stuff. I looked very you cute. You look good? Yeah, one of those ones. Yeah. Um, and then they went into more complicated ones that were introduced. Obviously, TikTok. And, and Instagram just and ripped Instagram. it off. Rip that off. Would well, you remember there was that period where it was like on Snapchat, it was like a wow moment where, you know, it would scan your face and then you'd have the things hovering around your face. And Instagram introduced it kind of like four or five months later and they were trash. Those early Instagram totally, you know, yeah. filter things, it was just like, nah, Snapchat. But you'd open Snapchat just to kind of check out the filter. Never post, never do anything in there, but just like check out the cool filters. Yeah, check out what they got. Yeah, totally. It was like a, it was a really unique thing they had going on. Mm. In the time since Instagram and especially TikTok have yeah. caught up. And now TikTok is, I would say, unquestionably the leader in terms of being a development platform for like filters. Yeah. There's always something going viral on TikTok. And because TikTok actually had the proper means to like share it. Mm. So like something can go viral on TikTok that uses some wild new filter. Yeah. Which puts like a 3D dancing baby into your living room or club shot. And it well, might- Snapchat doesn't have a news feed. It's, yeah, it's got, it, yeah, totally. It's yeah. Well, it's tried to do that because it has like its own TikTok equivalent. Yeah, what's it called? Like Spotlight. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, obviously, I guarantee most of you have probably not even heard of Spotlight. So yeah, that shows well, you that's just like going. TikTok vibe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But totally didn't work. Mm. So again, yeah, they completely created a new category in terms of like filters and like AR filters and things that were really advanced for the time, and then it was immediately like eclipsed by someone that could integrate in a better way. Mm. In recent uh, years, they've made a pivot towards becoming a augmented reality company. Yeah. They released the Spectacles, mm. which was their own sort of like augmented glasses. With the, they started in the same kind of way that Meta has with their Ray-Ban Snapchat release glasses, which have like a camera in it. Yeah. You press a button and like and it you, uploads to Snapchat. And you take, it goes straight to your Snapchat. It's like, you know, but with a goal of they were like, eventually we're going to, and they have like a secondary model, which is more of like a augmented reality quasi VR thing, mm. which was something they were chasing. And I assume are still kind of chasing, but how many times have you seen Snapchat glasses out in the wild? No. Yeah. They took a huge L on it, right? Like, cause they had Snapchat glasses vending machines put around the world this is all part of the kind of iteration and like you know sometimes some things fail some things win and like i don't kind of begrudge them for doing that other than the fact that it's kind of like yeah from a pure business perspective if you're asking the question how are you going to make money things like that i mean that's a low interest rate phenomenon let's be honest snapchat putting out glasses that you can like take photos to upload to snap and putting vending machines around the world where you can buy snapchat glasses that's not something you would probably see a company doing in the current environment. No, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. The map stuff is quite innovative from a standard. Oh, there's the, yeah, the snap maps. Again, like this like location-based social network. And, which apparently, again, I'm not that into this, but apparently people do it where you like, like find my friends or whatever on iPhone, like 
Apparently, Zoom is in particular, everyone just has that turned on. The, okay. snap, the snap map, yeah. Well, snap map or find my friends on iPhone. Like, just you can at all times just see where your friends are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on a map. Or I do, You're I, basically being tracked by your like friends. I, I, do have, I do have a couple of friends that leave find my friends on all the time. Yeah. And I, I do have to confess, I don't fully see the appeal. No, I, I find like, it a little uncomfortable. So what do you I, what, like? What do you want someone to get out of that? No. Do you want them to be like, oh. I think it's about maybe creating kind of a bond. At any one time, you still have this like bond with that person because oh, like, oh, you're Raph, aware of where they are. Yeah, it's like, oh, Raph's at his job. Mm, as, yeah. as, as, oh, just like every other nine to five. Yeah. Oh, it looks like he's ducked down to Woolies. <laughs> Must be getting a haircut yeah. at the Sydney City Barbershop. Yep. Yep. Oh, just like jokingly send you a message like, oh, could you get me some milk while you're there? Yeah, right. Like, I, I mean, I don't see the appeal of that personally. <laughs> but people are into the find my thing. They just have it turned on with their mates. Yeah, yeah. My group chat is in iMessage. Mm. So perhaps like, if everyone had it on, I can maybe potentially see the value and be like, oh, we're all in the inner west today. Let's go to Marrickville. I don't, I don't think it's beer, supposed to I, be that. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what it's supposed to be, apart from, like, I guess people tracking what their spouse is up to. I mean, there's <laughs> that aspect, but, like, <laughs> uh, my understanding is Zoomers have this shit on. Yeah, they, yeah, just, yeah. they all have it on. They all know where each other are at all times. Maybe it's convenient. Maybe it's like, oh, well, I'm here. Like, I'm waiting for my mate. Like, let's see where they are. Well, maybe it's like that classic, you know, it's one of the – I'm sure it was even true for, like, us – when mobile phones were kind of nascent, there was no social media. Mm. You know, it was that classic thing of like, and mobile phones did fix it to a certain extent, actually. But certainly in the generations before us, where it was just like, you organize a meeting. Yeah. Let's meet here. Yeah. Town hall steps at three Town hall steps. Yeah, yeah. That was like the classic. No one's asked me to meet at town hall steps for many, many years. Because no. you don't need to do that anymore. Mm. But that was the classic thing. Like, oh, let's go into the city, meet you at town hall steps at 11 a.m. Yeah. You would just have to hope that they were going to be there. Yeah, yeah. And, and might, you might be waiting for five people and one person might just not be there and you have to discuss, like, at what point do we call it and just bail. Yeah, totally. Whereas now, maybe we were, like, the defo- the dividing kind of generation between having no idea what anyone is doing <laughs> at any given time. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was back then. This is getting very philosophical. But that was back then was the idea where it was, like, it was much more socially acceptable to just show up at someone's house. Yeah, like knock you, on the door. You know, your parents would stop in at someone. Yeah, yeah. And they would probably have like some cake in the fridge just yeah, to go share. Go for a cup of tea, yeah. Go for a cup of tea. Like, oh, we're in the neighborhood. You wouldn't do that now. People would think you're a serial killer or something. <laughs> <laughs> or, and just like, you know, just having like a regular haunt. Yeah. Like I'm just going to go to the pub. Yeah. And someone will be there. Yeah. Again, exactly. you wouldn't do that now. Then we're kind of the transitional thing. And now the next generation is so enculturated incul- to it. It's like, well- I just got to know where everyone is at any given time. Yeah, yeah. And then we can just figure it out from there. Yeah, well, you, you wouldn't have... even think about it. I, I, I mean, I think this is the privacy thing. We've had this discussion we had yeah. it with like Ariel and whatnot where it's like that idea of like, oh, no, it's actually important and you should have some kind of ownership around, you know, your own behavior and the things you do and your own data and blah, 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 blah. Like that's gone. That's out the window. Like I, don't, I think that probably the Zoomer generation just has no concept of privacy being something that you should want <laughs> you know what i mean like you know everything is shared everything is public and so like well i'm posting pictures of myself and tiktoks and snaps or whatever of me at these locations like with the location like shared why does it matter if my friends know where i am yeah yeah, yeah. well you know i think privacy was probably just a narrow 
because no one in the 18th century cared about privacy. Yeah. So it's a modern sort of construction. Yeah. And now it's gone. Yeah. Oh, well. Rip. I guess people would argue that, like, back then, kind of, you still had privacy around your, quote, unquote, your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's, like, because whatever you're into, you're probably going to Google and, like, look at videos of and totally. read about. Post, that idea. Post on your bloody Goodreads that yeah. you've been reading. Give it five stars. But, yeah. you know, yeah, your browsing history and stuff should be private or whatever. But, like, maybe, yeah, as you say, your proclivities should all be out in the open. Maybe they'll make yep. a better society. You yep. should all have, a, like, a kind of a score as well that's associated with them and assigned yep. to them. And based on what you do, that should go up and down. I, think I like that. And who could, who could assign a score like that? Well, you need some sort of state authority, I think, <laughs> yep. to be assigned that. Assigned that. That's down round endorsed. <laughs> Everyone should have a score. Like a social kind of... Like your credit to society score. Yeah, exactly. How much credit are you providing to society? Mm. Let's get a score associated with that. Yeah, some kind of rating. By some bureaucrat. Yeah, perfect. I like it. I like it. Anyway, uh, and that's why Snapchat is going to the moon, folks. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, so the AR stuff didn't work. Their latest pivot is to AI. AI, of course. So again, they're chasing, chasing the dragon. They have built into Snapchat now my AI. AI. My AI, which is a GPT wrapper. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I think this is the thing with Snapchat. It's basically a really fully featured DM. Like it's a group chat. It's a chat kind of platform. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end of the day, that's what it is. It's like, yeah, sure, they've got like whatever spotlight and stuff. But the way that people use it is for group chat, like multimedia group chats, both text and photo video, blah, blah, blah. Like that's basically how it's used and consumed. The AI, though, in this sense, is just another like person, new message. Yes, another, another thing to talk to. Yeah. So it's basically, it, it's literally, I'm pretty sure it's raining like the chat GPT release of GPT, like 3.5 or mm. whatever it is. I'm pretty sure that's what it runs. Yeah, I think it's 3.5. Yeah. But it is essentially pitched as this is someone to talk to and ask questions of and yeah. whatever, which, you know, chat GPT is in a sense, but not quite in the same way. Like Snapchat definitely sells it on a more personal level. Yeah, yeah. Whereas ChatGPT is kind of like, this is a Google replacement. This is like to find out whatever you want to do. This mm. is like to learn. This is like this is like a little friend that lives in Snapchat for you to talk to. And as I was saying to you before, it's kind of like the generation that Snapchat targets, which is like the core is teenagers and early mm. adults, probably the first ex- exposure they have to LLMs mm. or like ChatGPT. Or GPT I don't know. They're also doing their homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no, I know what you mean, like in it, it being every day. Well, it's also led to Snapchat's costs increasing significantly. This is, again, we said like revenue is going down. So it's like the user minutes or whatever is also going down and their costs are increasing at the same time. And I and this like paying for inference costs and whatnot is one of the reasons that their costs are increasing by like 11% at the same time when revenue is down by 4%. Yeah, because it's, it's it's actually, it is, GPT is very expensive on yeah. like whatever level to, to run. And it, based on the number of like memes and screenshots and, and shit you see in social media, it seems like people really do use the Snapchat My AI mm. to talk to. And- like it, it does, if it is true that in the future, yeah, we all will have a quote unquote like personal assistant or whatever that is AI. And if it is true, which I think it is that, you know, due to friggin' loneliness and the way society functions right now and blah, 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 people are attracted to the idea of having an AI friend who you can always say things to and won't be judged and kind of is always there to respond to you, blah, 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 blah. Snapchat does seem like, it does seem like a place where that could work if people are constantly using it to engage with their friends and in group chats and whatever already, maybe. 
If that's all true, if that idea that there are enough people in the world who want to talk to a bot all the time, which I, I think that there are. No, I think I think there are. And it's kind of, it does pitch like a different way of talking to a chatbot. Because like you open up ChatGPT right now, you most likely are doing it because there's an answer to a question you want yeah. or you want a task done. Yeah. You're thinking like, write me a, I don't know, a recipe for fig jam pudding. Sure. <laughs> or like write me a rap about Napoleonic warfare. You know, that kind of stuff. That yeah. kind of gear. Job description. That kind of stuff is more what I'm using it for. <laughs> so, well, apologies for dreaming, brother. <laughs> um, but you mostly just wanted to do something or you want to find something out. Yeah. Whereas the work, the user flow is totally different when you're in Snapchat. Mm. I mean, yes, you, you may be using it for that, but you're bouncing from, as you said, talking to friends, sending snaps to them, trying to maintain your streak. Yeah. So that's another thing. Streaks? Apparently, like, the kids are obsessed with this streak. Oh, to the point where, like, a streak being you message the other person at least once that day, right? That's right. And yeah, a yeah. streak is how many days in a row you've messaged. To the point where they have, like, a Snapchat premium package. And I, I haven't actually looked into it too deeply. But my understanding, one of the key things of Snapchat premium is that, like, if your streak breaks, if you've got Snapchat premium, you can like artificially keep the streak You going. can rescue the streak. You can re- yeah, yeah. like a streak rescue. Oh, it's a, yeah, like a complete pure gamification <laughs> sort of stuff. There's also a snap score. Mm. You can like build up your, your high score for it. Like, you know, they they have leaned into that, yeah, like game of completely pointless gamification. Mm. It's like what is a, who, who fucking cares if you've messaged someone every single day? Yeah. But no, you've got to keep that streak going. And it's it's it's, it's important. It's a, it's a social... But it's also why, though, like the Snapchat subscription isn't generating like a shit ton of revenue, right? When at the end of the day, yeah, sure, I'm sure there's some very hardcore people who like just want to save that streak with their best friend because their mum confiscated their phone for 24 hours and the streak broke or whatever. Totally, that was unfair way for the streak to break. No, it's 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 unfair. It's unfair. So they pay. There's got to be there's got to be something we can do Mm. to resolve the situation. But yeah, but getting back to my point. Yeah, the workflow is a bit different for the AI. It definitely is thought of in a more as a more personal sort of thing. You can bounce from talking to your friends in one group chat, send a message, bounce over to the AI and ask it a question, go back to your friends. It's definitely different. So yeah, if you're open AI, you'd be like, this is sick. This is like this is ChatGPT for a 16-year-old, basically. Yeah. Who probably is not going to go to chat.openai.com to like find something. Maybe they will, but there's a lot of them that won't. Mm. And let's just work it into the workflow. It sounds interesting and I get it, but it's like, is, is the future of Snapchat just to be, you know, that classic derogatory term, like a wrapper for OpenAI? Yeah. Like just like a, a software interface slapped over the top of someone completely different software stack. Yeah. I mean, you could you can envision the decks that are going around those Snapchat though, where like right now, sure, get the feature out. They're good at shipping, right? They ship features, Snapchat. Right now it's that chat, but over time we'll integrate multimedia and we'll have like your, you'll be able to design your AI's face or whatever and it'll be a person talking to you and this is a way to make people just constantly open the app more and more and more and blah, 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 blah. This is V, you know, 0.1 of chatting to AI, but if you do take for granted or like if you are predicting that in the future we will have some assistant that we talk to in using natural language, then Snapchat are making the play that it will be on Snapchat, or at least for you know a lot of people, they'll be opening Snapchat to talk to their avatar, or whatever it is, like their bot. Yeah. Like I personally think that 
someone like an Apple or a Google a better place to do that? If that is, I, I don't even know if that's the form it'll take, right? Like an actual friggin' personification. For some people, they want that, obviously. Some people do want to see a bot face. Yeah, yeah. Or have a, have a little friend that they ask questions yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's more like I just want like a, a personal assistant to kind of arrange my arrange calendars, my yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. That's more my dream rather than like a, a sexy elf or whatever. <laughs> you don't dream of a sexy elf? Doing that, no. You don't. You don't think it would be interesting to have a sexy elf that sort I of can... at your beck and call to, like, let's say, comfort me, write a rap about Napoleonic warfare, <laughs> write a job just write and perform. <laughs> Do you not think that's maybe interesting? Well, some people might find that interesting to create some OKRs for a job description, like a sexy elf doing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I can see. As it. you say it, does not sound kind of compelling. <laughs> just put it out there. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like I can see that vision or whatever of that they're going for with that, sure. At the end of the day, like, Spiegel, the um, the CEO, yep. he's a young guy, right? Yeah, he's, he's 33. Like, he started Snapchat when he was in his early 20s. And, and if you look, there was there was a bunch of emails leaked from him. I think it was when the Sony hack happened, when mm. they hacked Sony and released all the emails, and he was liaising all the time about various, like, activations or whatever. And he was definitely emailing, emailing like, a 22-year-old. Like he was emailing sort of like frat boy sort of energy. Yeah. Oh, oh all caps, yeah, whatever. <laughs> they obviously seem to be a good product company. Like they build interesting products that come up with creative ideas. They look at user behavior and like create interesting solutions for it. But they don't have a business model. Like, you know, they're all over the shop with when it comes to actually trying to make money. No, totally. Um, are they an advertising company? Their only inventory is stories. Now they're obviously trying to do a TikTok clone as well, but like the weird news feature. So they don't really have that many places to put ads. The Apple's like app tracking transparency hit them hard because they can't track conversions. So they're what? Like are they, they're a brand advertising play. If you're a brand advertising play, that means you basically have to have a big sales force that you're like bringing in big clients because like their actual... Um, marketplaces are much harder to do when you can't do conversions properly. Are they a subscription offering where, yeah, you get to like stop, like fix, your, fix your streak, save your streak, and maybe you get more features to your AI in the future or like whatever it is, like weird kind of extra features. Is it like a group chat platform? In which case, like shit, like how do you monetize that at yep. all? They, yeah, just, they don't really have like a, a direction when it comes to making money. No, totally. And like, I think the AI thing, especially not to harp on it too much, is another one of those like weird traps you see for companies that are sort of flailing a bit from the mm. last generation. Like the other one is Quora. You've no doubt encountered it and received 500 emails a day from them because you signed up to it once mm. 10 years ago is like it used to be like the question and answer uh platform yeah r.i.p yahoo answers by the way yeah it was it was kind of like and for a long time it was basically good yahoo answers mm. the people that use quora were really smart and they were um they answered stuff really really well and you were guaranteed almost to get like good responses to the mm. questions obviously there's no bigger threat to a business like that which was already declining in quality than chat gpt because mm. you can just ask anything and get hopefully a decent enough answer well, I mean, yeah, on that, like Stack Overflow, which is obviously, I guess, yeah. Quora for developers or whatever, much better, but their usage numbers have plummeted. It's plummeting, yeah, because you can you can ask GPT-4 to tap it up. But now, like, Quora has a AI chatbot called Poe, P-O-E, mm -hmm. which is actually kind of interesting in how it's put together in that you can pay one subscription to Poe and then get access to a whole bunch of LLMs. So you can get access to like GPT-3, GPT-4, 
the uh, entropic ones, Claude, yeah, and a few other ones. Llama, I assume. Llama, get you, know, you can get them all in one place, mm. and you can be like, I want to talk to GPT four today, and it's a nice enough interface, so I get it. But it's still one of those things where it's like, my god, you guys are just like, and it's like Po by Quora. And you're like, you're just fucking flailing. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, your business model is like heading for the toilet. You kind of get that vibe with Snapchat as well. Mm. Although, look, the positive side of Snapchat is huge user base. Yeah. Still huge. Still huge. They still own a really valuable segment, which is like young people. Mm-hmm. Hard to get. Even Instagram is struggling on that end. And, they, you know, we went through that whole, uh, obviously, Facebook is super struggling. Mm. You know, was all that stuff uh, last year. Where the blue it, app, we mean, not... The blue that, app. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, totally. Internally, on a strategic level, they were like, our North Star needs to be, get back to getting those people who are not a old users. We're kind of losing the younger users on Instagram as well. Mm. So, like, they have to, like, re-strategize their entire business model. Snapchat has a whole bunch of, like, young users. Mm. Who still use it, love it, use it all the time, love building up streaks or whatever. That's like very valuable. That's a mm. huge asset. But it's like they've repeatedly over the years failed to like turn that into like great ongoing revenue. Mm. Their stock price, which peaked at like 70 something dollars during the COVID boom, has now like plummeted down to $10. It doesn't seem to be poised to, to shoot up again. No. So it's like. Well, they're going backwards. Yeah, they're going backwards. They're losing revenue. Their bets are all over the shop. It's kind of hard to see what they do. Mm. And they're obviously considering the fact that, like, fuck, was this just a flash in the pan? Do we have, was this era of social media, can it even be replicated or built upon? Or we Well, I, I mean, is it one of those things that in order to have a sustainable ad network, as we've kind of discussed before, you have to be Facebook or Google scale. Like, you just have to have so much unbelievable scale to make it work. You know, I said, like, oh, they got more daily active users than Twitter does. But, I mean, Twitter, as we know, like, also fails to make Struggling. money off ads. Yeah, like, yeah. The ad model doesn't work. Whereas OnlyFans, from the outset, 20% of all revenue that goes through it, subscription models, blah, 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 that model obviously does work. Yep. You know, you provide the infrastructure and take 20%. You mean porno? Porno works? <laughs> I don't know if porno works or, or doesn't work, but it seem, people seem to enjoy <laughs> it's not, it. It's not, it's not your business. I don't know what works means in this context. <laughs> depraved? Are humans depraved? Yes. So yeah, we've proven time and time again. But this is the thing. I like Snapchat. It feels bad when Instagram, you know, steals their feature and then does it way better and makes heaps of money off it. It's sad. It's sad. I it's shed sad. a tear. You know? well, speaking of depraved, that was like the reputation of Snapchat from the beginning, right? Like they were really batting up against the fact like this is the app. To send nudes. To send nudes. For yeah, send yeah. Nudes, like sending dick Well, pics. and they, they slightly leaned into it in the early days with yeah, like when their they, advertising. When they were a like, bit rock and roll, they were, yeah, you yeah. You know, like a, a hand placed suggestively like above a dress or whatever. Get yeah. on Snapchat and you'll get nudes <laughs> sent to you. Like you're going to get sent nudes. For many people, that didn't happen. <laughs> and we're still feeling the reverberations through global politics and culture. But... <laughs> That many millions of people didn't receive nudes. No, dare I say that there have been massacres because of it? <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs>If you're listening to this, did you know there's another world out there where you get a second episode of Down Round a week? Yep. It's called Down Round Premium. That's right. And there's no interruptions. No interruptions, no ads, two episodes a week, including the free one you're getting right now. 
plus another one. Yep. Seven bucks a month, not a week, a month. Downround.net. Downround.net. Instant access to the whole back catalogue as well. You've got so much to catch up on. There's so much. Get around it. Mmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>